This is Making Shift Happen, and I'm your host, Jen Cates. Over the years, I've coached hundreds of clients to find their ideal self through the way they nourish their bodies and minds, and now I'm here to help pass on these same strategies to you. So let's stop the madness and get your results once and for all. Let's go. Hey fam, so it is January, and this episode is releasing on January 15th, so we're going to be one halfway through the month of January, the first month of the year. This is an exciting time for a lot of you, especially if you did happen to set some goals and really, you know, put into motion those habits and behaviors and things that you wanted to implement. Now, I know there's a lot of arguments for and against New Year's resolutions and all this other BS. I don't care what you believe. What you believe is what you believe, and that is what is cool because that is what makes you, you, and me, me. So, if you're all about the new, the new year's resolution life, then great. I hope you have embraced that resolution and are running to the end goal with it. All right. However, if you're not, or historically, when you do set goals and resolutions or whatever the hell you want to call them, and you have a tendency to maybe not see through with them. All right. That's what I'm doing this episode for is for all of you who maybe have some difficulty with goal setting or maybe have a weird like trauma experience with it. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe trauma is too much of an aggressive, aggressive word and I maybe shouldn't have used it, but sometimes we can have a knee jerk reaction to the actual process of setting a goal. (laughs) You know, like when I mention setting goals to to people, I usually get one of two responses like, ah, no, 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 I never do it. Mm -mm, Nope, nope, no goal setting for me. Or yeah, man, I set a goal. I freaking went after it. And actually, technically, there's a third response that I, I kind of forgot about. It's like, yeah, they, they set a goal, they went after it, and then they, they faltered. There was some sort of quote-unquote failure with it. And, you know, all too often, yeah, folks, they just think of failure as in, 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 like an end game. Oh, I failed, done. Instead, that failure can be a lot of feedback on what is, what's maybe uh, not going well and what needs to change. All right, so before I jump ahead, today's episode is going to be all about making goal setting simple AF. We all know what AF means, right? Okay, okay. So I'm going to outline a couple of steps here, just a handful of steps. And this, my intention with this is that it's going to simplify the process, make it seem a little bit more doable for you and not something that's so scary or something that, that makes you hesitate to chase something, all right? Because I'll be honest, it's really cool to chase something that is making you uncomfortable, you know? And and I think that, I, I wish more people would do that because I think then you would see what you're capable of, all right? All right, all right, let's dive in. So making goal setting simple AF, first things first, simplest of them all. Don't have too many goals, all right? One goal is best. Or just do one goal for now, all right? If you do, if you do have a few things that you want to chase, just do one thing right now, all right? Too many goals can lead to increased complication, increased confusion, increased goal competition, because sometimes goals can compete with one another and they can compete with your attention as well as the outcome, All right, so, you know, like going for a 400-pound deadlift, I don't know, 200-pound deadlift, whatever, 
and then really trying to increase your endurance and, you know, maybe do like a sub two half marathon. I don't know, whatever, sub hour and a half half marathon, whatever it is for you. All right. I'm just throwing out things that aren't even in my notes. (laughs) Now those two goals are are possible with one another, but what's the one that you really want to chase? All right. Because sometimes they can compete with one another. So spend some time thinking about what you want. Oops, excuse me. Sorry. I'm taking my glasses off. Spend some time thinking about what you'd like to accomplish. All right. Seriously, give yourself some time. Sit down, have a little, you know, light a candle. I don't know, whatever. Have a little goal setting ceremony for yourself. All right. And write down all the things that are like, Hey, I'd really love to to do this sometime. Maybe you're not going to do it this year and that's totally fine. But you have it out in the world, you're, you're, you, you, you've taken the initiative to write it down and get it out of your brain, all right? So spend some time thinking about what you'd like to accomplish. Then choose the one big, hairy, audacious goal that will have the most impact for you. Or maybe the one that resonates with you the most, okay? The one that, you, that really, your eyes keep reading it. And keep going over it when you're reading the list of goals that you just wrote out. And it, it kind of makes your heart speed up a little bit. It's the one that gets you excited the most, right? Ideally, too, to keep in mind is that this particular goal that you're choosing, this one big, hairy, audacious goal, is what also aligns with your core values that we discussed in the prior episode. So, you know, check the link in the bio. <laughs> Do that core exercise or that core value exercise and really explore that because that is the cool process to get to know you yourself a little bit more. And in the process of you seeing what core values are so important to you and, and are the ones that you really resonate and identify with, that might actually help you think of some goals that you want to chase as well. All right. So um, then when you pick that one goal, ask yourself, hey, will it take a year or less to meet that goal? All right. This is this is the ideal time frame is a year or less or else it is just hard to stay motivated to chase and i know i know motivation is this weird elusive thing it's a white rabbit that we're constantly chasing but the other thing too is that hey it gives you the opportunity to chase other things too going forward and kind of keeps that that fire lit for you all right but ultimately whatever goal you do choose you want to have the passion for it all right it, it should be in alignment with your core values and it's this one goal that is just going to really, really ignite something in you that will therefore set you up for a better opportunity to change. All right. So once you have that one big, hairy, audacious goal, right? The BHAG, <laughs> B-H-A-G, then you're going to go into the second step here. All right. Identify some process goals. All right. These are Process goals, and I've talked about this in an episode before, like early, early on. Oh my God, I haven't even listened to that episode in so long. I don't know how good it's going to be, but I'm going to link it in the show notes, all right? But identify some process goals. And these basically are the habits or technically the behavior changes that get you closer to that big, hairy, audacious goal, all right? They can be daily things that you're doing, weekly things that you're doing, uh, ideally daily or weekly um, daily is more ideal because that way it, it brings about the consistency. Okay. Monthly, it's just not going to be enough to really establish a pattern and establish something that is technically habitual for you and to really bring a, bring a, about a behavioral change. All right. So identify those steps to get to that big 
goal. All right. Now, I want to talk about this just a little bit more because this is sometimes, you know, it could be a little bit of a confusing uh, thing. All right. And there's a lot of interpretation on what classifies as a process goal and what is not. And ultimately, you know, really what you want is you want to take that big goal. All right. You want to think about, all right, what does the person that has met that big goal, what do they do? You know, what do they do every day? What are some of the habits that they do have in place that maybe I don't have in place? All right. I'm talking about me being the person that is looking at my own goal. All right. Now, when you figure that out and you get really, really clear on that, that's when you can kind of start to visualize. I want you to truly visualize this person. And this person can be you. It can have your, you know, this person can have your face, all right? So what would you, who has accomplished said goal, what are you doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, but ideally daily, all right? You know, what is it? Is, it, is there something you're doing in the morning? Is there something that you're doing with your training? Is there something you're doing with your meal prep? You know, whatever it is for you. Cooking, trying a new recipe, I don't care, whatever. All right. Um, and then break it down into those daily habits. Like what are you doing? All right. What do you need to do to make that happen every single day? So that way, every day when you do start your day, reflect on that goal. Like I ideally have that goal written down somewhere as well as what I'm going to talk about in my third point is why you're doing that goal, all right? Because all too often we're setting a goal and we don't really identify with why the hell we're doing it. We're just setting this weird goal, wild goal, this crazy goal, because maybe we think someone else wants us to do it. Or maybe it's someone else's goal and we want to chase that. And it's not really something that we're resonating with or something that we've dreamt about for a long time that we're super passionate about and we really, really want to chase. Because then what happens is if you don't strongly identify with it, within a matter of days, if not weeks, really weeks, if not days, you're not going to follow through with it, all right? You're going to fizzle out. And that is the purgatory for goal setting, you know, and, and between goal setting and accomplishment, really, you know, that's, that's where failure kind of lies, is in that space, right, between setting your goals and accomplishing them. And it's because you just don't identify as strongly with those goals and, or that goal rather, the sing- singular goal, that one goal. <laughs> um, and if you're not identifying with it, then guess what? It's just not going to be something you want to do. You know, if, you, if you're not, if you don't have a strong why about that, man, why are you doing it? Like, why the hell are you wasting your time doing it? I mean, seriously. Is it just because you think it's something you should do? Mm-mm. Don't should all over yourself, all right? Try to avoid that. And because no one wants to should all over themselves. And I just want you to feel, I want you to feel the passion for this particular goal. I want you to feel kind of excited about it maybe even borderline kind of scared if you're going to be able to do it or not. That would be cool. All right. Perfect example. Um, I have a client who wants to do a big adventure ride, like an epic mountain bike ride 
for a monumental birthday that is coming up for her this year. And and this is actually a goal that I can really resonate for myself. <laughs> and we're breaking down that step. Okay, great. She wants to do that by the end of summer this year. Um, it'll be like September-ish, you know, so September-October because her birthday's in early October. So she's doing this trip. And it's an epic mountain bike ride. She just wants to be sure that she can do the 40 miles comfortably and like not bonk because she does want to ride for a few days prior to that and then a few days afterwards. So it's a, like a big biking trip, all right? And then she has one monumental ride for 40 miles because, yeah, she's turning 40 if you haven't guessed. I was trying not to give away too many details, but whatever. Um, I'm not going to say her name. But she wants to do a lot of riding, all right? So that week alone on the mountain bike – She'll be accumulating probably close to like, I'm guessing, uh, what do we calculate? Shoot, I don't have my notes. Like over 200 miles uh, in a matter of maybe about a week, all right? And she can already do like half that in a week, like no problem, not a big deal. But she she wants, her goal is she wants to feel fresh. She wants to feel good, all right? She wants to make sure that she's fueling enough and really get an idea on how that, that looks, <laughs> you know, to fuel effectively to help optimize recovery. She wants to really optimize sleep as best as she can that way can she can really sleep well in her camper you know situation and and all this stuff right so we're breaking that big goal right for her adventure her birthday adventure week which I'm so excited about I wish I was going on the trip with her um and then we're breaking it down into okay what do we focus on today you know what are we focusing on today and examples this isn't everything you know because again I don't have my notes in front of me with her uh, I, I try not to do client work while I'm, while I'm doing this but it's important for me to talk about her because she's a badass and she's gonna do this right I believe in her I know you're listening to this so I believe in you damn it um, we're breaking it down into what does she have to do on a daily basis and ultimately she really wants to get in the habit of dialing in her nutrition as much as possible as well as dialing in sleep as much as possible okay she does work in the healthcare industry so she is you know, constantly caring for other people. And this is something I see all too often with folks who are in the caring industries is they are caring for other individuals a lot, which is awesome. I mean, that's why they had this calling to this profession. And, and I can totally relate to that from a different context, right? Because they're giving so much of themselves in their day in and day out at work, they really have to fill their cup up as well. All right. So we're trying to figure out what is her ideal time of day for her to get her workouts in, based on her, you know, 10 to 12 hour shifts sometimes, depending on her patient load. And what are the foods that she can take into her work, you know, and it can have at the ready. What are some fast foods? And I don't mean fast foods like McDonald's or Wendy's, nothing wrong with those foods. But I mean, what are some like literally timely foods <laughs> that she can have between patients? Because we all know people who work in healthcare, they are uh, fairly overworked right now. And I mean, they, they were before, but it's like even more aggressive now um, in the past few years. So timing between patients and for her to have something that she can consume that won't upset her stomach that she can maybe drink on or consume and still not like break the hygiene laws, <laughs> you know, the hygiene uh, guidances, uh, regulations rather for like a clinic setting, you know, just having food and stuff out. So we're trying to figure that out. She wants to figure that out. She really wants to dial in sleep and her bedtime routine. So those are going to be like the bulk of things that she wants to figure out in addition to actually fueling her bike rides and feeling good, all right? And like what are um, the other thing? Ah, I remember. The other thing is recovery. 
So after bike rides and after workouts, what are some recovery measures that she can put into place to really dial in taking care of herself and making sure that she's feeling as sharp and as recovered as she can for the next day? So that looks like, you know, optimizing protein, doing a little bit of foam rolling. And I know it's foam rolling is not magical. It is not, but it can feel good to do some self-massage and really like flush the muscles out a little bit. Um, and I, I hate even using that word cause it's not, it's not technically, you know, flushing the muscles out, but it just feels good. You're, you're relaxing the muscles you've just worked. All right. I don't know how else to say it. Um, so yeah, that's, those are the measures that she's taking daily and she's really trying to make them habitual. So she has that big overarching goal. Great. We see the goalpost. Now, how do we, how do we get to that goalpost? How does she carry herself all the way to the end zone here? All right. I think I got that sports analogy right. I just had a Zoom uh, this past week with uh, my shred strong athletes, and it was hilarious. I like blinked. I forgot goalpost. I forgot end zone. I was mixing my sports analogies. Fortunately, a couple of people on the on the episode, you know who you are, or not on the episode, but on the Zoom call, like helped me along with these analogies. Hey, I like sports. I like sports ball, uh, but biking is my thing. Right? I, I only pay attention to sports ball because of my partner. That's, that's it. Only because she just, she loves her, she loves her Kansas City Chiefs. Um, okay. So that example of my rock star of a client hopefully gives you a little bit of an idea. We have this big overarching goal, which is super exciting. And she wants to do it because she, she loves mountain biking. She wants to spend time with friends on bikes and have this epic week of riding that she's always wanted to. I mean, she told me she's been thinking about doing this for like 10 years and, you know, cause she wanted to do it actually for her 30th, but then things kind of fell through, um, just at the time, just life scenario. And now she's like, okay, I'm doing it for, four, you know, I'm doing it for 40. She was thinking about doing it for 35. Um, but you know, things just kind of got out of hand and, uh, now yeah, for 40, we're, we're doing it. She's doing it. She's going to do it. You're going to do it. But she's breaking down that big goal into small steps. All right. So, so figure out those small process goals and break down that big goal into those process goals. Figure out what habits you want to develop and what does that look like? What does that feel like? And then last but not least, and I already hinted to this, remind yourself why the hell you're chasing this goal. You have to have that strong identity with the goal and your, and your core values, obviously in alignment with that as well. But having that strong identity to why the hell you're doing this is what is going to keep you showing up. All right. I can't emphasize that enough. I really can't. So just a quick recap. Don't have too many goals. Figure out one goal. Make sure it's in alignment with your core values. I will link that episode in the show notes. And then, you know, break it down into like, hey, what is the person who does this goal? What are they doing on a daily basis on a, and on a weekly basis? What are they doing? What are those second step? What are the process goals that, that they have in place? What are the habits and behaviors? What do I need to do in order to get to that big goal? And then last but not least, remind yourself why the hell you're doing this and chasing that goal. All right. Oh man. I, you know, I feel like I keep getting more and more excited with each episode. And yeah, you know, occasionally I'll have an episode where I'm just kind of a little like flat. I'm tired. Maybe I didn't sleep well the night before. I don't know. It could be a variety of things. A lot of life stuff going on. Who knows? Man, 
Like, I was so jazzed. I've been looking forward to recording this episode all week. I hope it comes across in my energy in today's episode. And on that note, I am grateful you're here. If you have not yet, please subscribe. Share this on the social medias, whatever you like, Instagram, I don't know, tag me. Please tag me at Shift Human Performance. That way I can drop you a little heart because I love it. And I'm so grateful you're here and I'm so grateful you're on this journey with me. I do have a couple of spots open. Um may actually only have one more spot for one more client, actually, because I think I haven't checked my work email, right? I'll just be honest with you. I haven't checked my work email. Someone was, did have some paperwork due to me, um, by Monday. And I don't, I just don't know if it's here yet because I'm not, I'm not checking my work email. So it might actually only be one spot open for a client. (laughs) I don't know. But anyways, if you're curious about working out, working with me or working out with me, uh, check the link in the show notes, apply to work with me. All right. I, I try to only keep a certain number of, of clients with me. That way I'm not super overwhelmed, um, especially during winter because, yeah, everyone's been getting sick and that it, that creates a little bit more work for me. <laughs> uh, just, you know, extending things and stuff like that. Um, I love, I love everyone. I'm not complaining about that, but it definitely keeps me on my toes. So yeah, check the link in the bio uh, or the link in the show notes rather and, you know, apply to work with me or just reach out. If you have a podcast episode topic that you'd love for me to cover, I would love to hear from you. On that note, I'm going to end this and I hope you have a beautiful day. And if you're in the midst of this whole polar vortex, crap, blizzard stuff, I hope you're staying warm and I hope you're staying safe and I will catch you next week. Bye, friends. Bye.